0: radio
1: so yeah so 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 i go i I can't believe can't believe this is this is the (laughs) conversation this is i didn't i didn't know i had to explain how i shit um (laughs) welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show
0: Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. Uh,
1: This is our more like a relaxed fit episode. This is uh, me and Jay. We are going to be doing our, what are you watching? Uh, This is what me and Jay got down to watching this week. We do have a a few reviews that we're going to do uh, for a docu-series, for a documentary uh, movie, which Mm -hmm. just came to Netflix, which I am personally, nostalgically tied to and was gainfully employed by the last blockbuster. So uh, we, we have a review for that. Me and Jay are going to kind of discuss that uh, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the brief nostalgia feeling that we got while watching that. Uh, and then, of course, we have a review which we mentioned in our Zack Center Justice League. We're going to be reviewing Arch Enemy, which is a movie which stars Joe Manganiello as a defunct superhero living in an alternate dimension.
0: Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be touching in on Cherry, Russo Brothers' latest Apple Films starring Tom Holland. Yeah, so like Cherry
1: Bomb, Cherry Bomb, Cherry
0: Bomb. Emphasis on bomb. On bomb.
1: bomb. Or are we talking about Buck Cherry? (laughs) (laughs) So, man, let's get into it. Let's get into this week's. What are
0: you watching? What are you watching?
1: What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channel
0: this. this part. In fact, never play this again.
1: All right, man. I'm going to get things started off actually. So, I've been watching a fair bit. Not a whole lot of it is movies though. So, uh, I have Paramount Plus. I'm doing the, f- the the month free trial, a- as I mentioned. I think in our news episode. But I am not going to renew that subscription. Going to let it expire in the month. okay. I'm using it to watch uh, Star Trek. Uh, Discovery and right. Star Trek Picard now I have never watched a Star Trek series before I had attempted to watch the next generation I found the first season so fuck god-awful boring that it had I, I just couldn't go back to it and people kept telling me get through the first season the second season's better and it gets better and then then you'll get to Deep Space Nine and Voyager and you're gonna really have a good time and I was like <laughs> so and I looked up like how many episodes I'd have to get to to get to those series and it's I like Sixty some episodes before it gets good.
0: Star Trek's a different cadence, so so. it's not for everybody. It's probably more for me, right? You know, in some ways. So like, I'm not, I'm not. It's not my cup of tea. Everybody
1: keeps telling me like Star Trek Discovery is not where you should start. Mm, I beg to differ. I know a fair bit about Star Trek. I know that that I know that uh, there's Captain James T. Kirk. I know there's Captain Picard. I know who Worf is. I know what the Borg are. I know what I know what Vulcans are. You know, I, I I I know what Klingons are. I know this stuff. You know, even if I've never seen it. So starting with Star Trek Discovery, essentially being the first full series that I'm going to watch from it, it's fine. I'm getting along with it. I really enjoy it. I like the main characters in it. I like the characters are setting up. I like the sci-fi story that I'm getting in it. I'm really fucking enjoying it. It's not enough. That one show is not enough for me to keep going with with Paramount Plus, but I might make a new email and jump on for a free trial (laughs) again when the fourth season of Star Trek Discovery comes out. Now, I haven't watched Picard yet, and being as someone that has not watched the Next Generation series or Deep Space Nine or Voyager, but I have seen all the Star Trek movies, I'm not sure... Picard might be the one that's tough for me to get into. But fuck, I just love Patrick Stewart. Mainly for all of his memeable pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, oh, handout. Oh no, yeah. of him of him and Gandalf. <laughs> oh, sure, together. sure, sure. You know, him and Sir Ian McCullum out there together. I like, love that's, those guys. I love both of them. Just
0: fucking trip. I would love can you imagine having- not even treasures to their Dude. home country, treasures to the <sighs> world. Can you imagine having a dinner with them? Oh. Me
1: and you having a dinner yes. with them. Yes,
0: a wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to.
1: We would have so much. I think. Fun. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Would they? They would probably be weirded out about how much we touch each other. Oh, they would love it. I think they'd be weirded out by it. <laughs> I think. I think it's their thing. We can't just take their thing. Well, yeah. Jay has like this thing where like he puts his hand on my shoulder and then he rubs my shoulder and then like he pulls me into like this half sideways
0: hug thing. He does it all the time and it's like. He's the only Dave person so noticeable my little nuances. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then like I, I am an affectionate person. Yeah.
1: He's a very affectionate yes. person. And I am someone who craves and loves affections. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean and it why Dave out. remembers how I, you know, I do my mood. how you caress.
1: <laughs> you have touched me far more than my wife has in the eight years that I've known her. <laughs> You just you just never touched below the bathing suit area. That's uh, yes, yes, that's where I draw the line. That's where you draw the line. Yeah. That's where it's drawn. Uh But no, me and Jay are very comfortable with each other and with our bodies and stuff like oh, yes. that. So, so I mean, uh, I think me and you have kissed on the lips before. We have yeah. on your
0: wedding, day. on my wedding. Day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we won't be the last. So we could definitely outdo Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. We we can.
0: <laughs> we could do it. Uh, so I Just need a little nudge of inspiration.
1: I might do a follow up on Star Trek, where like I, it's one of those things where it's like it's a hole in my fan. It's
0: always there, Dave. It's I know. always there. it's always going to be there. It's not going to go away. It never just goes away.
1: But like you know, I. I, when I talk to people, other nerdy people, and we get into things that we talk about and, and people like have brought up Star Trek and stuff like that, it's just like, I know that you had to search for Spock at one point. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I know. Con! I know that, but I don't know, like all of it. And like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to not try something and continue to try it just because I haven't liked it once. I'm a different person than I was 10 years ago when I tried it before. So let's try it again. All right. I'm probably not going to get into the original series or next generation, but fuck, I am really enjoying Discovery and I look forward to checking
0: out Picard. So I'll follow back up once I finish with those. Jay, what'd you get down to watching this week? Well, let me get into uh, Russo's Brothers Cherry came out on Apple a couple weeks ago. Producers or directors? Writers and directors and producers. All right. And this so, is uh, Apple TV. Whoa, my, my apologies. It, they did not write this movie. I'm sorry. I didn't they, think so. They, they directed it and they produced it. That's what I thought. Um, but they still directed it. Yes. They didn't write Endgame either. But it's a personal story. And I, <laughs> I I want to say they have personal ties where they knew the person that this was based upon. You know, because it's based upon, uh, I, I guess, a book and a story from this gentleman who had PTSD. Right. The lead singer of Buck Cherry. Hey,
1: you crazy bitch, but you're so good, I'm on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: And the problems with this movie is its unique kind of storytelling. Because some aspects of it works and some aspects of it doesn't. So it's broken down in chapters and it's heavily voiceovered. And it Ooh. is not working well so it's narrated this movie is not strong so it's narrated but not by morgan friedman so ergo no. not good no 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 <laughs> too much of uh tom holland and, and oh that squeaky and, voice and, for and like two not, hours <laughs> he's just miscast and i i know some people say that and some people defend it but i really do th- and it's not a knack on his acting ability right it's just you need to understand that Casting is really important because you know the story of the movie that you're shooting. And yes, he is 23, 24 years old, but he can't play he can't age up really well. And especially with storylines when you're playing a guy who's supposed to be at some point later on a drug addicted fiend and a nemesis to society, Robin Banks and 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 being a danger to society and stuff. Yeah you don't buy it. You just don't buy it. And it doesn't really work. And some aspects of the emotional arc within, um, Afghanistan, when he's in the military, great sequences, really well shot, well constructed. It works. Right. But how long can good sequences pull you through an entire narrative? This is a long movie, Dave. This is a long two hour and 20 minute movie that felt like four hours. slander cut, you know, it, right. it, it was long. Yeah. And it, 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 didn't work narratively because you didn't like any of the characters either right. none of the characters okay. are likable they're just not and, and, and you can feel it, bad and sorry for them how they went down this path but you never got behind them you never really cared right. entirely about the characters even though a lot of the stuff was good and well shot and I'm and not gonna so lie on it's brief, not a good film from start to finish. Brief Jay's Indie Corner
1: moment here. Uh, when I just saw pictures of this movie and I see Tom Holland in glasses and stuff sure. like that, I immediately go, oh, this is about how a kid lost his virginity. Because <laughs> it's called Cherry. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that, David. That's my yeah. fake synopsis of, of Cherry. Uh, it's, this is all about how this nerdy college kid lost, got, got his cherry popped.
0: It would have been a better movie. Cherry
1: Bomb!
0: <laughs> You just don't buy that's a, it. You
1: that's a song my daughter loves,
0: by the way. My daughter loves Oh really? My daughter loves
1: any see that. any see type that. of like female rock like ballad. Stuff, like
0: Barracuda. Well
1: she's got your
0: spunky energy, you know? She can get behind that.
1: Yeah, like so she 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 uh she has an interesting taste, my daughter, in music. Uh, she does love Billie Eilish, by the way, going back oh, to your, interesting. you talking about last week. I
0: thought she'd be a little young for that. but like, uh, uh, She
1: loves her hair. She loves green hair. Well, she, she just be, dyed it blonde. She, I just saw. No, she it's don't care. It's a big care. deal. My, my, my daughter just, just <laughs> is enamored by someone who can change their looks
0: like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. But no. I like, could see her doing
1: that. It was after a Trolls World Tour where uh, sure. like uh, she she was listening to that. And and the the rock troll Barb sings Barracuda. I let Logan listen to Heart. Barracuda and she was like, "This isn't Barb," and I was like, "No, this is the original one." She goes, "But that's a girl singing," and I was like, "Yeah, it is." And uh, so I let her listen to The Runaways, and I let her listen to uh, Janis Joplin, and you know, now now my daughter's into rock and roll chicks who can wail. Man, I love it. I love listening to that in the car with her. Now it's stuff that we can get into. That's she cool. also she also loves Outcasts uh, Roses, Andre Three Thousand. Oh yeah, roses yeah. really smell like poop. Oh oh, it's a fun song. It's yeah, a fun song. I have to get to the clean version. No, because I, I couldn't have my daughter going around. Oh, I know. Saying she uh, would say, it. yeah, she's the reason for the word bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: yeah, but this movie is a huge disappointment. And I, th- oh yeah, we're um, talking about um, Cherry. I Cherry forgot. is a C minus for me.
1: Wow, Rus- I mean, Russo brothers. But that's not as bad as the way you've been describing it to me, a C minus. So, so, like, what's your positive? Where's your positive?
0: That some chapters or sequences throughout this whole long bloated. Story. Story works really well. And the performances are strong. They go for it. Yeah. It's just it didn't work. And I do believe that it's the writing and some choices from the Russo brothers, because there's a lot of slow motion shit in here, too. That doesn't work either, that makes no sense. And it's like way style over substance. Are we the only people
1: in the world I feel like anymore who like don't like love
0: slow-mo? It just doesn't work for this movie, though. I feel like slow mo had its time; it had its day. Yeah, we've this, gone past it. <laughs> it just made there was a lot of choices in this movie that does not work, and I think it it, it it's a it's a lot of a mess. And 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 there's a lot in this movie. So there's a lot of good things, and there's a lot of bad things, and there's a lot of just poor choices that just doesn't. It's so weird do that like any services to this story.
1: Twenty twenty, we get you know we get Tom Holland in in The Devil all the time, which he does eventually towards the end of that
0: movie play up in age, and I I think he did a fantastic job acting. He in that He did movie. a better job in that movie. Fuck it. Well, I bought it more in that movie. Put it that way.
1: Yeah, far 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 more. But then we get the two films that he had coming out in 2021 so far with chaos walking and cherry and both of them are absolute bombs from what I'm seeing mm-hmm. uh, you know we still have to see spider-man no way home and uncharted which you Look, know, coming he, out later later in 2021 he than uncharted is a in 2022. good
0: actor it's just unfortunately again with the genetics thing like, like I was talking about with, with the whole Zendaya thing sometimes there's certain nuances to how somebody looks don't forget we, and, we've and also, what they can be casted in. We've essentially the been work.
1: spoon-fed <laughs> him as a child since we've seen him. I, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. So, um, so that that's our perception of him. I'm aware of that. It's up to him. It's up to a director. It's it, it, it's, it's, up it's, up it's, to, it's it's up to it's right up to a pro-
0: project and the in right. delivery of the director. It's up to a production
1: to to yeah. age him up and for me to believe that.
0: It, and like I said, they tried. And and, and and I think there's a lot of swings and there's a lot of swing and misses. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed.
1: All right, so C minus for cherry. Uh, you know, me and you, I think, are big. I don't want to say big, but at least we're proponents of having Apple Apple TV Plus. You know,
0: yeah, it's it's affordable, and I think there's interesting enough content out there. But stuff like this doesn't um, help you. No, but at the same time, pa- Palmer. The Justin Timberlake film was was solid, and I thought that it was, was it was pretty good, but not uh, not much much better than this movie. Greyhound is but it's nominated not great. Greyhound's nominated for an Academy Award this yeah, year for sound no for no sound it, editing. I know what you're seeing it, and I did. I watched it. I didn't get
1: to do a review on it. Maybe maybe next for what are you watching? Okay. I'll talk about I'll talk about Greyhound. It's not as bad as people like make it out to be.
0: But so far, you know, morning. Uh, uh, the morning show is solid, and I well that one we all the golden. Really gloves. love Ted Lasso. Yo, Ted Las-
1: Ted Lasso is a reason alone. To, it's true to get I'm, I'm that streaming serious. service. Yeah, I, I, uh, and the second season of Ravens Banquet is currently under production okay. as well. And
0: people so. like C. C. just finished filming season two, yeah. so, so that's still
1: in the pipeline. Yeah, so there are reasons to get it. Uh, I don't like to like sit here and, and 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 like tell people they should have the streaming service from the world's biggest company that makes the most money and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think there's enjoyable content that a lot of people ignore because there's there's not as much of it there. It's not much of a, and like, I,
0: I understand that. But I do think people are
1: doing themselves a disservice by not seeing Ted Lasso. Like Lauren thought Ted when I was watching Ted Lasso that it was pretty dumb.
0: Yeah I promised myself I was never gonna watch Fresh Prince again when they swapped out and vibs. But truth be told as long as they let Carlton do his thing, I was always going to take him in and just sit right there.
1: She didn't understand why I was watching. It's about soccer. Jason Sudeikis is playing this weird pedophile with a mustache. <laughs> but she watched it on her own. Now she's home with the baby without me, without without like coming in and out See, of it. I, she saw it from I, beginning I, to get end over that initial hurdle, and she I loved it. Uh, yeah, the first I, episode is tough because you're essentially watching. You're watching this character that was born out of a sneaker commercial yeah. from 2013 being brought back to you in 2020, and he's, he's he's playing this this weird, extremely positive character, which is so different for, for, for the world that we live in right now. Positivity is not a big deal I for know. us. We're all about just surviving. Positivity, we, we look forward to that in 2025. Right now, we're all just trying to survive. But Ted Laszlo, he's he's this. It was a breath of fresh air. He's the fucking Superman of soccer. He's a beacon of hope. He's a yeah. ray of fuck sunshine i want to be like him someday (laughs) i I know man so but my
0: wife my wife watched the whole series and she got it i'm happy to hear that because even when my initial uh uh review on this show you haven't seen it and i really tried to push you and encourage you to see it because i so i knew how good it is and i knew you had apple and i needed you to try it and give it a shot and i'm so happy that you loved it you know, I always figured that tea was just going to taste like hot brown water. And you know what?
1: I was right. Yeah, it's horrible. Wow. No, thank
0: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Jay. Uh, so I, you and I both watched a documentary on, on Netflix. It was our palate cleanse after watching Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. So Zack Snyder's Justice League, It's it, I, I would say it took a lot out of me <laughs> sure <laughs> personally sure. having watched uh dawn of justice and then you know the original cut of justice league and then justice league kind of like all in like a 24 hour period so it's a lot man i was drained uh, and I needed something to to like cleanse my palate. So I was I I had just I had just purchased Ash versus the Evil Dead on Blu Ray the whole the whole series, which meant that I have to make room in my two in, in my DVD books and my DVD books. I have over a thousand like DVDs. So uh, to put something in alphabetical order means taking all of them out and shifting them over so that I can fit six more discs in. You need something to watch while you're doing such a a, such a daunting task of the Dewey Decimal System. And <laughs> I, I decided to put on Netflix The Last Blockbuster. Which is a documentary that is looking at the last Blockbuster, which exists in Bend, Oregon. And it kind of takes a little bit of a character study of its yeah. general manager, uh, but and also family. also the business of Blockbuster, its, its rise and fall. And what I found really interesting, having worked at Blockbuster, I didn't know how video rental became so big, right? Because coming up- That was you, one of the more interesting things. You and I grew up, we would yeah. grown up with video stores. We never had a world It was with, always
0: there. We, right. we grew up. The tapes were always there. It was always there.
1: I didn't know that like video stores were born out of this idea that in the early 1980s, when VHS and Betamax were coming out, studios were like, well, you pay $7 to go see a movie. You see? So if you're going to take that same movie home and watch it unlimitedly with as many people as you want in your fucking living room, thing's worth $80, this thing's worth 99 fucking 99. If you want to watch Empire Strikes Back more than one time. 99 fucking 99 pay me please <laughs> and uh that was completely unaffordable for the majority of the vast majority of america sure which got this idea going for a lot of people to be like we'll open a video store it's 99.99 for me to buy who framed roger rabbit the betamax or the laser or, or the vhs and then people can own the can own the the device that plays it, the VHS, uh, you know, the the VCR, or or the Betamax player, or even better, you could rent those from them as well, and still enjoy movies at home. So this entire industry was built off the fact that the movie industry got too greedy and was basically asking for too much for their product. And it wound up taking off. It turns out people far want to be entertained at home. And this goes into me and you, me and you, we always had this fight. You enjoy things in theaters. I think I can enjoy them at home as, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people at that time, you know, especially when you have kids and stuff like that to go down to a local theater, place that sells that, that you can rent for less than five dollars rent the vcr and get like five or six movies and have a weekend in and watch those movies with your family that's a fucking event
0: and a bargain and a steal and everybody's making money and there's a lot of nuanced texture right. um, romanticism to right. it all so you know?
1: the studios then take you know then start taking businesses to court over rental it goes to the supreme court and supreme court says you released a product you sold the product they then buy the product and without changing the product at all with any type of copyright infringement then make a profit by renting your product out it is not for sale They are not purchasing that product. Mm. They are renting it out. Therefore, it is not in violation of the United States copyright laws. And the studios lost. So the studios went, you know what? We got to make money too. (laughs) Money, please. So we will sell our movies, our VHSs in bulk to the mom and pop stores. And in doing so, we will make money on the bulk that we sell because we're not selling a lot of VHSs at a 9999 price. Point. Right. That is essentially the science behind how video rental got started. Then you have some entrepreneurs uh the the CEO of waste management and several others getting together and saying, you know, mom and pop movie stores are great, but what if we started a a much larger Chain of them went to the studios and were able to buy bulk, not just in the couple of hundreds, but buying bulk in the couple of thousands and distributing them across the yep. America. Are uh, you know instead of the mom and pop shop who's buying that VHS for seventy dollars and maybe making one hundred and fifty dollars off of it over its lifetime? Not
0: my that, but for the customer, yeah. you know, having the, the availability. That you want to see exactly available. It's available now.
1: So whereas you went to your mom and pop one, you wanted to watch Terminator 2. Come with me if you want to live. Sorry. We, we only had three copies get of it on the list. It's Saturday. All three are out. You can have it in two weeks and seven months. Right.
0: <laughs> it right. doesn't make right. sense.
1: Uh, but, uh, but Blockbuster had hundreds of copies of it, so it didn't matter. Uh, and that is essentially how Blockbuster was born. And that is just the 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 tip of the iceberg with this documentary. Not to get too deep into it, because it also gets into the fall of Blockbuster, which I was around for, Jay. I actually worked at Blockbuster from its fall. I actually got a a, a severance pay when I was when I was laid off when Blockbuster closed up, several hundred dollars, sir. <laughs> several hundred. Good for you. Several hundred dollars. Uh, but w- one of the things that surprised me was like how many people in the Hollywood industry are being interviewed for this for this doc, doc- documentary that worked at a blockbuster which to me was a lot of fun
0: yeah yeah and it makes a lot of sense i think in a lot of ways in theory um and yeah it, it was just a nostalgic bomb and i'm, I'm sure even more so for you it was for me it was um and i i it was such a good surprise it was i such a good surprise i'm so happy that you 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 hit me up and you told me about it and i immediately threw it on so happy i did yeah um it was so much fun. <laughs> there is something to be said about it's beautiful. the idea
1: of like, uh, you know, of like going on a date and instead of going out, going to the movie, yeah, going to the movie store, picking out a movie and stuff like that. There's something to be said about the experience of doing that in, in a physical medium, right? Because like th- there is something I, that
0: is lost you sitting. Can, you can compare it to going to a theater uh, you, uh, you can, you in a way can, you can compare it to so much because it's, you know, it's not as frivolous as just flipping through the TV. There
1: is something lost in sitting on the couch yeah. and and my wife yeah. just
0: go, just fucking pick something because it's an event. Just pick something. It's, it's almost like I have, excited. I have too many options now. Right. There's always too many options right now. I know. I know. I, I I'm I i do not like a lot of options on a in a restaurant. You right. know, with, with with the menu. You oh, know. Yeah. Twelve yeah. to sixteen items. That's like, all you need. I'm come like, on, man! Like, get, just hone it in,
1: hone it in. But like, like, you know, the, 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 there's employees telling stories about like hiding in the return bin and thrusting your right. hand out and grabbing people. I was like, I used to do that, <laughs> right? I used to. But like, I one of the that. things That's I did true. when I worked at Blockbuster, one of the things that brought me the most joy, was like the staff picks, right? right. Where it's like I got to pick. A new release or two new release movies to put out for people to rent. That is really cool. And then I got to go in, and what I would do is I would at the I would like get other movies that were like that where it's like did you like this new release well go look at dave's picks because i have other ones that i think are really good that are in that same vein that i think you would like also and i used to love getting the compliments when i would like you know they talk about having to wear the khakis and the tucked in shirt and stuff like that that wasn't my blockbuster we didn't do that i wore jeans i wore i wore my polo untucked and stuff like that i was just a regular guy Hmm. right i wasn't i wasn't the the button up oxford type that they show in all the commercials um but I, you know, I nothing made me feel better than when someone would come up and be like, "Oh, you're Dave, dude! I fucking love your picks." I like, I come in here and I go to your picks section like all the time, and I'm just that's like, pretty cool. And I'm like, I fucking love you. Thank you. It's why I do super movie bros.
0: Indication. Yeah cuz I just need yeah, to,
1: I mean I still I, I still need that endorphin rush of someone telling me, "Hey man, you're not so bad. I like you. I like what you do. I like the way you think. I like the way you do things."
0: Thank you. I love it. I know. Uh, I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not alone. So absolutely.
1: Uh a big nostalgia bomb to to watch it like like for that reason. Uh so I encourage everybody who remembers the bygone age of going to it's a, a, a video must store. watch, Dave.
0: It really is. We have or, to say, I mean, we or, really
1: Yeah, or if you're a younger person who's never been
0: to a video Store watch this and get The idea in your head of what it could have been like And 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 you see how this is Becoming like a thing now With how many movies i style with how many Movies i have i could open a video store (laughs) I could open a video store I could
1: have dave i could have dave buster You can just come by my house (laughs) I'll rent it to you for two dollars a day (laughs) Uh, Just fuck Redbox.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah exactly <laughs> uh but well, i definitely encourage people to check it out all right Jay. uh the final thing that we got down to watching this week we got to move on we got to get into uh, a movie which you just sent me out of the blue you're just like "Whoa, well, we should watch this and i was like what the fuck is this never heard of it
0: i so i stumbled upon Joe speaking and promoting about this movie okay. um on a podcast i th- it could have been mark Marin, it could have been something else i can't remember but um i just heard you know how difficult this was to be made. And I know he's a geek. He runs a legit, very in depth Dungeons and Dragons club in he's, LA. He's a he's he's a card carrying nerd for sure. Big time. So, you know, I give that little clout and respect. And I, I like the little, you know, I like to support, you know, yeah. fellow nerds. And and um and I like the idea of this, as far as a, uh, a a superhero stuck on Earth without his powers, right? So he's essentially a defunct, a defunct superhero, yeah. Uh, and scaled he- down, sho- shoestring budget, shot film for sure. And where can you go with that? So this is directed. This is this movie is
1: first off. This movie is called Arch Enemy.
0: I used to sit on top of the highest buildings in Chromium. I looked down like a god.
1: You still got them superpowers? <laughs> the power to drink a
0: fifth of whiskey and not pay for it.
1: Dad was a storyteller. See? It's in our blood. I used to punch holes through space, time.
0: Hey! Oh, you the dude who says he's from another planet. You got superpowers, right? Come on, I just want to hear your story. My city was named Chromium. So that's where you're from? They had to invent things to hurt me. Intelligent asteroids, killer robots. Super villains? Say super one more time. Oh, okay, okay. Even the whiskey's weaker here. Space whiskey. <laughs> all right, look, do you f- have any superpowers at all? Or? The source of my power doesn't exist here. Why you gotta fill the kid's head with bullshit?
1: And it stars Joe Manganiello Is directed by Adam Egypt Mortimer uh, and he has Directed other films like Daniel Isn't real and some kind Of hate Uh, he had a segment In the holidays movie so uh, He is a genre film Maker Uh, but This time around uh, I think He actually landed probably one of the biggest Fish actors for himself uh, You know for for directing this and This story follows Max fist uh, Who is from another dimension where he is a superhero who had a, a power that was derived from this uh, I guess you would say like life crystal, this crystal that like you know embodies you with with this power, he loses his arm and the crystal replaces his arm with a with a crystallis arm that allows him to superpower allows him flight essentially the powers of Superman yeah uh, and he takes on his greatest nemesis, who has this essentially this uh this Doomsday device that will render all technology and human advancement null and and eventually lead to the apocalypse. He stops her by exploding the device, which blows him so hard that he lands into another dimension, which is our dimension, our Mm. Earth, where everything is the same but not. And in this dimension, because the power, because the item that gave him his power doesn't exist, he no longer has his powers. And of course, it's up to us to figure out whether Joe Manginello is just a schizophrenic homeless man muttering to himself, or if he really is this hero from another dimension as he claims to be.
0: Right. And I and I love that idea. I love that story. I love that setup. Um, you know, and then it follows also a brother and sister, and they are the ones that need to, you know, find their place within this rundown community, um, trying to fend for themselves, but also find their own voice, find their path, and, and then stumble upon this, uh, this guy and try to help him find his way. To, to survive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that's one of my favorite aspects of it is the character of Hamster, right? He, he, he is kind of like our, uh, you know, Hamster is kind of like, he's our view into this world, right? Sure. Like he, he starts off as skeptical as we would be. Uh, he's played by Skylin Brooks, who is, I, he's not like a first time actor or anything, but he definitely doesn't have any big roles. He's certainly, and this new. certainly isn't a big role for him either, right. but it is a nice step for him. I think
0: you know it's uh, I think so and I think if you know some people watch This movie and um, See what he could do he's
1: playing a young entrepreneurial investigative, uh, investigative Journalist yeah. who Is interviewing what He calls hamster streets his character's Name is hamster uh, yeah. and He he's finds an independent guy he's trying to Hustle he's right.
0: trying to find his voice he he's Essentially
1: starts to... working for a vice Type w- newspaper right, right 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 And he finds an interest in This homeless man who has this crazy outlandish stories and what starts as doubt starts to become a little bit more than that
0: builds a following it does uh now his sister yeah played by uh jessica Allen. right his sister um,
1: is uh uh, melissa who works for a essentially a criminal organization which is run by glenn howerton or as we all know him dennis from (laughs) <laughs> from it's always sunny in philadelphia nah, who plays this very 80s esque you know yeah. pedophile mustache wearing <laughs> short shorts and and uh he it up yeah he's he's everything he wears is pastel colors um you know he plays he plays this this essentially super mobster uh, who is running the drug game in their city. She works for him uh, and they get tangled up in a case of missing money, missing drugs. And it's going to be up to Joe Manganiello to use what he knows as a superhero to save them. And you're even when that's all going on, you're still left wondering whether, or not, he is the superhero he claims to be, whether he ever actually had these powers. Sure. You do get answers to that. You know.
0: But I will tell you this the ending is not a payoff. And that was one of the things that I was surprised the by. The ending I, is rushed. I, I didn't it think is the so story rushed. warranted that kind of ending. I would have I actually know, liked it to have been more ambiguous. Um, it either had to go that route or it had to be completely changed to something, to be something different. Because mm-hmm. I would have preferred a different story ending. Yeah, so would I. Because the way it was going, the first half.
1: Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for people because I actually want people I know, to check that's this what I'm out. Saying. I, the so.
0: first half I loved. I liked the whole idea to set up and everything. The back half is where I think I would have preferred a different story. It's very rushed. The way the it goes the kids goes, are on the bad, bad w- side, right and areas that i didn't want it to go
1: hamster and his sister melissa are now on the bad side of the ne'er-do-wells of the drug dealers and it's up to joe manginello's character of max fist to save them and he goes into like this punisher mode Yeah. And, yeah. and and they get into the fact that, like, the thing that gave him his power in his universe is close to the chemical compound that makes up crystal meth in our
0: universe. I'm going to tell you something about me that you might not know. <laughs> I smoke rocks. And it, like, don't get me
1: wrong, it goes in a weird place. But it, the fact is, it, it steamrolls over these tiny details and never extrapolates on them. Yeah. And by the time you're at the, the, the point where you're midway in the film and you think you're now starting to get the movie that you wanted to watch the whole time, it's over. Yeah, it's over pretty quickly. It is the resolution for Max Fist, the resolution for Hamster and Melissa. It all comes to an end very quickly. We get our answer to whether he was really a superhero or not. And we are left with this outcome. That's just like, uh, okay.
0: And that's where I think the 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 problems of it being such a shoestring budget of a film where they only had for 17 sure. days to shoot. No money. They had to do all those action takes in one shot because they didn't have a backup jacket or, like, you know, yeah. another fucking blood spurt, you know, thing for him to punch in. And, you know, it was like, and they wanted to shoot it all one shot. Like, certain aspects like that were, like, you, I, I respect the craft of, like, trying to accomplish to do something like this and make this movie. But, again, like I said, it had this great setup and idea, but the back end of this film didn't. Really deliver the punch that I wanted it to. You know, it just right. It was, you know, it really was. Um, it 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 um it lost steam very very quickly. And it didn't deliver for me.
1: No, not 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 for me either. And like, look, this movie's four ninety nine to rent right now. It's not free anywhere. It does get positive reviews on the old Rotten Tomatoes, mm. so people do enjoy this movie. A lot of uh, respect. I, it, I think. I name. think there's a respect. A- for I it. And I think that's absolutely kind on of that. You know. I, I think Joe Manganiello is good in it. I would actually like to see him like a character like this in some sort of superhero universe again. I think. I think his. I think his size. I think based on the nature of him as a card carrying nerd. Um uh, sure. Lens to it uh, you know i think he i think he did a fantastic job here as far as like acting goes it's very few movies where joe Manginello gets to do acting right he's very much a side character in so many things yeah um and i love seeing him here as the star and i do like watching him i'm like this dude can and, went ca- for,
0: and yeah and he went for it this dude can and like really right, just sell this it. dude
1: can carry a movie yeah 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 and i'd like to see him do it yeah. maybe not this movie again but i would like to see him carry some other movie uh you can also buy this movie for 9.99 uh so it's it's rental price <laughs> like It's just for double the price. You can well, own it. I'm not sure if it's worth all that.
0: I, yeah, I wouldn't say
1: that. This uh, will be streaming somewhere, uh, sure. whether it's Netflix, whether it's Amazon Prime, whether it's Hulu.
0: It's a great little stream movie. You it know?
1: will be streaming somewhere eventually, and it will be free to you if you have those streaming yeah. services. It's not worth it for you to spend the $5 to rent it right now.
0: But Yeah, I will give this a C plus. I mean, I think I, I enjoyed yeah, this movie. I think I'll, it's fine. I'm pretty favorable because I liked you like the Joe. story behind it. And, and like you like Chow. I um, but I do believe that you know it's not horrible mess at the end. It's just it could have been it's so much better. So rushed. So rushed. Yeah, I, I'm at a, I'm at
1: a C plus as well. I really enjoyed my time. I. I did like the also the style of the movie. I liked that, like when we see the other universe, this yeah, magical yeah, universe, yeah, yeah. that it is this this comic book. It was, it, it was a cool uh, yeah. choice. This neon glow yeah. comic book I type world. I love that. It was kind of cool. I thought it was cool. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that stuff, and it was great art for that stuff uh-huh, as well uh-huh. it was very clearly mo-capped like you know very much like a scanner darkly was sure, sure. uh where yeah but, yeah but i i really enjoyed the way it looked there so i i did enjoy that stuff and yeah it just, real
0: quick did you like scanner darkly I, I, I do, but it, I couldn't it, get into it in the I same way. I like this up in the head. Like it's too visually like I, I'm at like a C or like, yeah, you know, I would have rather have seen that movie without the the machine,
1: yeah, the the, well, the, whatever the fuck no. they did to it. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I did enjoy this movie. I didn't hate my time. I didn't mind the fact that I spent the $5 on it. I just don't want to tell other people. To like spend five dollars on this cautious, see it, yeah, yeah, be very
0: cautious about that. So, um,
1: but yeah, I'm on a C plus on it as well. That's yeah. that's what I would say. It is this yeah. movie is extremely serviceable, um, and and can be a lot of fun, but at the same time, it's. It's nothing to really write home about. Sure, so. sure. But Joe Manganiello with that, with uh-huh, that, with uh-huh. that salt and pepper beard and that salt and pepper hair, yeah, mm, right. baby, mm, give, me of, <laughs> give, me, give me some of that. Give me, me some of that.
0: Give me some of that. <laughs> Big Dick Richie again. Let's just
1: let let's let's, let's just do it, man. Let's just let's just make Magic Mike three.
0: I'm I'm all bored with that. But no Magic Mike. <laughs> it's just Big Dick Richie the whole time, <laughs> and. Let's. I, I do want to see on a road trip plowing some fucking ass. I do
1: want to see more Joe Manganiello, uh, Deathstroke. After seeing Zack Snyder's Justice League, I agree. I want more Joe. Uh,
0: that's what he's, it comes down he, to. He's been on the brink, man. He's just he needs that that break, man. Because he, he's there. He's got the talent. He's got the chops. He's got the size. He can do shit. You just have to give him it. <laughs> Let him do his thing. That's going to do it for Super Movie Brothers this time around.
1: Uh, If you've checked out any of the things that we discussed, please reach out to us. Uh, And if you have any comments
0: on anything that we said, you can check me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. I am on Twitter as well, J underscore SMB instagram super movie bros and facebook super movie bros podcast
1: i'm also on instagram i am smb dave on there there you can see pictures of my family and sometimes things that we're doing on the show <laughs> but most mostly my family that's the stuff that gets most of the likes <laughs> people like seeing my kid and my yeah. dog more so than they like hearing about the show most people are like fuck you funny boy <laughs> let me see your cute family you fat fuck <laughs> no one wants to see you fuck all four eyes <laughs> And then, of course, we are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. You can head over to ageofradio.org. You can check out all the Super Movie Bros content on there on our page. All of our episodes are playing in a handy little media player there for you. Or you can check out one of the other great shows that is part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network at ageofradio.org. I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a great one. Cheers.
0: Good second egg.
1: Sss. Go, 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 go
0: <laughs> Go suck an egg, go suck an egg.
1: <laughs> A tune killed his brother Dropped the piano on his head
0: Cheers